Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna and I love sharing tips and tricks that can simplify your home and your life in some way. And so that's what this podcast is all about. Just learning to simplify our possessions and our time so that we have time for what really, really matters in our lives. So thank you so much for joining me here today. And if you are listening in real time, this is the first episode of 2020. So happy new year to you. I hope it's off to a great start and that this year blesses you in many, many ways. So today on this episode, we're going to be talking about how to make time for decluttering because I'm always talking to you about getting rid of your things and organizing your home and that's much easier said than done. I'm well aware that you're all very, very busy and finding the time to conquer the clutter in your house is really hard, especially if you're just getting started and you're looking at it feeling overwhelmed and that's how it can feel in the beginning. But I promise you, as you declutter your items, the process gets so much easier and takes less time. So although it feels really daunting right now, the time-saving benefits are completely worth the effort that you put in right now. So once you start to feel the relief of not having so much stuff, you're gonna save so much time not managing that stuff, not picking things up, not tidying all the time, not cleaning all the time. So you will find that you save a lot of time. We just have to get through the first parts. So that's what we're going to talk about today is just finding the time or making the time to make some of those things happen. The reason I talk about decluttering so much is because it truly has changed so many aspects of my life with three little kids. And I know that it can do the same for so many other people, whether you have kids or not, or you're working out of the home or not, finding ways to simplify will help you in so many areas. Cooking becomes easier. Cleaning becomes easier. Like I mentioned before, just managing your stuff. If you think about it like inventory in your house, the less inventory that you have, the less you have to manage and touch. Um, your house is easier to clean and to tidy because you don't have as much stuff to tidy and you're not doing it near as often. All of these things become easier and then just the day-to-day stress goes away. You actually find that you are able to sit down and read a book instead of worrying about tidying up the kitchen because it's already done and that sort of thing. So I just want to make sure that you start to feel these benefits um, so that you can put this into place in your own life if it's something that interests you. Now, one of the people that got me started and kind of really motivated me in the beginning of this journey was Joshua Becker. He's written several books. I actually got to interview him. That's episode 19, if you're interested. It was one of um, my favorite interviews I've done so far and definitely my most popular um, podcast episode. So if you're interested, go back and listen to episode 19. I will make sure to link to it in the show notes of this episode, which will be at at homewithkids.com forward slash episode 35. So you can find that link and any others I talk about there, but definitely go back and check that out. But one of the things Joshua Becker always says, one of the stories he always tells is how he became a minimalist or decided to become a minimalist. And he talks about how he was outside cleaning his garage out and he'd been out there for hours and hours all morning while his son was in the backyard swinging and he could see his son back there and his son was asking him to play with him and he kept saying, you know, when I'm done with this. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. There's been many days where we're busy 
cleaning the garage out or spring cleaning the house or whatever it might be. And we watch as our kids are doing something else and we'd love to join them in doing that, but we need to take care of our stuff. And he said that a neighbor walked by him and they were chatting and he told him he was cleaning out his garage and she said to him, that's why my daughter's a minimalist. And that is where he kind of got started on this whole idea of simplifying his house and stuff. And I think that if you're listening to these episodes, you're probably in the same boat where you just want relief from your stuff. And that's that's how I feel too. And I'm nowhere near where I want to be. I still have stuff hanging around that I would like to declutter as well. But I think the main point is not the amount of stuff we get rid of, just finding a way to find peace in our homes and our schedules and be able to really enjoy what we're spending our time on. And so I'm hoping through decluttering some of your stuff, you will find more time to do the things that you enjoy. So let's jump into some time-saving ideas to get you started. So first, one of the things that I started with when I really started to do this was to choose a number of minutes that you were going to declutter each day. Um, And this could be as small as like five or 10 minutes. Just set your timer, say, I'm gonna do this drawer for 10 minutes and declutter as much as you can. And when the timer goes off, put it away and come back to it the next day. This is really helpful because you get way more done in a short amount of time than you think you will. If you set a timer for five minutes, you will amaze yourself with how much you can get done in that five minutes. The thing about time is that we give ourselves a chunk of time to do a task and we're going to use that full amount of time to complete that task. So the more time we give ourselves, the more time it's going to take us to complete the task. And the less time we give ourselves, the less time it will usually take us to complete the task. So let's take laundry, for instance. Laundry used to be one of my biggest hurdles (laughs) daily because I would look at it and assume it was going to take me a ton of time. I would ponder on when I was going to do it. I would stress over it during the day. I would see the piles start to accumulate that I wasn't putting away. And it became this really, really big thing. What I decided to do was to make it really small, to give myself only a few minutes touching the laundry every day and see if I could do it. And that has completely changed my daily rhythm. And I try to do that with other things as well. So if you give yourself five minutes in the morning to throw the laundry in and move a new load to the dryer or pull out the load that's in the dryer and fold it real quick, you're going to be able to do it in five minutes. And then later in the day, you know, you might need to move the laundry over to the next laundry machine, give yourself a couple minutes and you will just use that amount of time. It's the same with everything that we do. Whatever amount of time we allot for ourselves is the amount of time we're gonna take doing it. So if you are struggling to start with decluttering, this is a great tactic to start with. Just set your timer for an amount of time that you wanna do it and you will get more done than you think you can in that amount of time. Another way that you could get started is to choose a number of items that you'd like to remove each day. Maybe it's just one thing. Maybe you say, you know what, for the next 30 days, I'm going to get rid of one thing every single day. And every day you walk out with one thing, put it in your car and take it over to a donation center or wherever it might be. Or maybe you're collecting them in a basket and at the end of the month, you're going to take those to the donation center 
Or maybe you can get rid of five things each day. Or maybe you challenge yourself and shoot for a really high number. Whatever it might be, choosing a number of items will help you run through your house really quickly. And a lot of us thrive on kind of a challenge or competition with ourselves. And so this is a great way to get you started. The third way you may save some time is to go through a pile of something while you're doing something that you do to relax, like watching Netflix or listening to music or whatever it might be. If you're going to sit on the couch at night and do this anyway, then just grab a pile of papers, grab a pile of laundry, grab a pile, maybe go take out a whole drawer of your kid's clothes and go through that drawer or grab a drawer out of the kitchen and bring it and set it in front of you. Choose one activity that you do that's pretty mindless that you're going to do anyway and tell yourself for the next few weeks, every time you do that activity, you're going to grab something to declutter. And that can be as simple as just taking out your silverware or having your kids before they go to bed bring out everything that's hanging in their closet or something like that. I mean, it can be really easy or go through your clothes because you're already doing something where you're going to be sitting there kind of mindlessly watching. And this is a great way to use that time to also get a jump start on decluttering. The fourth thing is to take one weekend and do the entire house. So this one sounds scary to a lot of people, but a lot of times if we don't just do it all at once and make time to do it and carve out that time in our schedule, we're going to be looking for chunks here and there, and that's not always possible. So taking a whole weekend and just doing as much as you can might be the best way for your family. Maybe you have grandparents or a friend who could watch your kids during the day and you and your husband or just you or however you want to do it can go through your whole house and do as much as you can. Or maybe you have like spring break coming up or a long weekend or you could take a day off work, whatever it might be. If you can find a few days and just really commit to go through, then you're going to get rid of the bulk of everything that's really making it feel overwhelming and then the rest will be much simpler. You'll still find things that you want to get rid of but this won't take near as much time. So if you can get rid of the bulk all at once then it's going to be way smoother process for you after that. Okay so number five is just a little bit different because I'm not talking about decluttering here but my tip for you for number five is to stop going shopping for a while <laughs> because the more stuff you bring in, the more gets added to your piles and the longer it feels like it takes to actually declutter the things you don't want. So try not to go shopping randomly. Use a list. Every time you go to the store, shop from your list. If you need one new pair of black leggings because your other one's ripped and you go work out every morning, put it on a list and go buy that item. But then don't wander around the clearance area and pick up other items as well. This can be a really hard one. And as you start to declutter and feel how much peace you feel from owning less, this piece is going to be easier, the shopping piece as well. And right now it might not be as easy for you, but see if you can kind of go on a spending freeze for a little bit or a shopping freeze, or just to choose a couple stores that you know are difficult for you and don't visit those stores for a little while. Because if you're bringing stuff in, you're going to continually have to declutter, which only adds to the stress of the whole thing. Another idea to save some time is to do a social media freeze for a little while or give yourself a time limit on social media. 
when I kind of do a little social media audit and realize how much time I spend just scrolling through and looking through people's pictures, I often realize I'm wasting more time than I think I am. I actually don't spend tons of time doing that, but I spend more time than I would like to, and I could be doing something else. So if you do a little audit and see how much time you're spending on social media, I guarantee you can find yourself an extra 15 minutes every day where you don't do social media and instead you decide to use that time to declutter. Another idea to gain 15 extra minutes is to get up 15 minutes earlier. Now, on the flip side of that, if you're going to get up 15 minutes earlier, I would say go to bed 15 minutes earlier. And that doesn't seem like you'd be saving any time, but the truth is usually those 15 minutes before you're going to go to bed at night, you're using by watching TV or scrolling social media or doing something that's just relaxing because your day has been hard and you're tired. So your morning hours are much more productive. So if you can go to bed 15 minutes earlier and wake up 15 minutes earlier and use that 15 minutes for the tasks you want to complete, you're going to get so much more done in your day and you'll already be done with the decluttering piece before you even get started. So if you can get yourself up 15 minutes earlier, that's a great way to add some time to your day. Even if it's not for decluttering, I highly recommend it because if you want to read more or write or whatever it is, that 15 minutes will be more valuable than you know. Another idea just to find some time for a little while is to choose takeout or really super meals for the next couple weeks and use the extra time you save. Maybe during nap time you prep your meals and that takes quite a bit of your time. Well, instead, you could choose some crock pot meals for the next week or two, and during nap time, use that time to go through your closet and your kids' closets and any areas that are really stressing you out. Or if you cook when you get home from work and you're exhausted and can't really seem to do anything else afterwards, dinner gets done and then you're really tired, maybe relieve yourself, let your family get pizza or takeout for the week, And instead of worrying about that, when the kids get home, go through stuff together, go through their toys and whatever else. So use that time that you're saving prepping meals to do this more valuable thing of getting rid of some of the stress in your house. Because once you do that, cooking is going to be so much easier afterwards anyways. So finding time sometimes means we have to change up our routine a little bit and allow ourselves not to put gourmet meals on the table or to spend a little bit of extra money for that week getting takeout or maybe even spend a little bit on a neighbor kid watching your kids for a couple hours during that time as well so you can get some more done. So think about some creative ways to do that. Now my very last tip and the one that I hope you take very seriously is to put this time on your calendar. However you do a calendar, whether it's a physical one or in your phone or wherever it might be, look at your whole week ahead of you and find where you might have some time, whether it's you're getting up that 15 minutes earlier or you're gonna stop doing social media at the end of your day and you're gonna use that time, whatever it is, actually put this in your calendar as time to declutter because when was the last time you thought to yourself, wow, I have an extra 20 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and declutter now. Like That never happens. We're going to fill our time with something else. Um, but if you put it on your calendar, you are so much more likely to do it. And get an accountability partner. Ask your spouse to do it with you or your kids to do it with you or a friend to do it with you, whatever it might be, because that'll make it more fun and hold you a little bit more accountable. So I hope that these 
tips will help you as you're going into the new year. If decluttering is one of the things that's on your list or just making your house feel a little more peaceful, then I hope you take some of these tips and get started now because I can tell you having less stuff around you that you don't need is going to bring peace to your life. Now, lastly, I just want to say I don't believe that you have to get rid of everything. I think everybody has their own threshold, but what I do hope is that you pause for a minute and look at your life from the outside and decide what things can go. What things are just there because they've been there forever? What things are there because you think you needed them? What things are you buying constantly even though you don't really need them or want them? Maybe you're just on autopilot and every time you go to Target, you wander through the clearance area and pick up a couple new items without even really thinking about it. We all do things like this, so it's important to kind of step back and see what areas that we actually want to change and then create some new habits to help change those. Now, before we jump off today, I just want to let you know about a couple resources I think you might really enjoy that are on my website. One is the Jumpstart Guide to Simple Living, and I think you'll find some really valuable tips in there. It's super easy to go through, just a quick little checklist of different things that you can do to help jumpstart this journey for you, and you can get it for free. You can get that at athomewithkids.com forward slash jumpstart guide, or you can just go to the show notes and I will make sure to have it there. I'll also link back to a couple episodes that seem to be very popular. One is getting started with decluttering and another one is all about the six phases that I usually go through to declutter and organize my home. And so I'll link to a couple of those episodes in the show notes as well. And lastly, if you want to sign up for the decluttering challenge where I will send you a week's worth of emails with some audio challenges to do for the day just to help you get started as well, you can find that at athomewithkids.com forward slash decluttering challenge. I will link to that in the show notes as well, and it's completely free to sign up and I'd love to have you join us in that challenge. So all of these you can find at athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 35. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you'll listen in next week. We're going to talk about active spaces in your home and we're going to talk about storage spaces and just those drop zones that are so hard to keep clutter free. So make sure you tune in next week. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when a new episode goes live. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I can't wait to talk with you next week. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of The Simple Home. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I feel truly honored to be a small part of your life. Please take a moment to give a rating and write a quick review on iTunes. That will help this podcast reach more people and I appreciate the feedback. We meet here every week, so hit subscribe so you know when the newest episode goes live. And for more practical tips on simplifying motherhood, visit athomewithkids.com. I can't wait to talk to you next time.